and welcome to episode 60-something. And when I say 60-something, <laughs> I of course mean 67. That was a good save. That was um, good. Welcome to a Let's Talk About podcast. Uh, it'll be hosted by myself. Uh, um, I'm Elliot, but I'll also be with my co-host, Seb. Hello, that's me. And we're going to be talking about today the latest movie offering from Pixar Studios, Elemental. Yes. And I keep going to call it Elementals, and I don't think that's right. I feel like that's something else. Yeah, I um, think um, it sounds like Eternals, and I don't want to get those mixed up. No, but I think they're similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Elemental. We were meant to talk about this last time, but then we didn't. So my memory of this film is quite lacking. I watched it two weeks ago when I was supposed to. Um, yep, you were a good boy. My, I was a good boy, but then my co-host did not. No, so we ended I'll, up talking about from gone. Yeah, I was a little bit elemental. I um I watched half of it yesterday and the other half this morning, so it's quite fresh in my head at least. Yeah, so it's all right for him. So instead, <laughs> we we talked about the Marvels last time, but then we took um a week off just because we couldn't find time in both our schedules because we're just so um popular oh. in our in our day to day life. Yeah. Uh, to talk about anything. So yeah, so it's been sixteen days since I've last seen this, and for. Um, Seb, it's, it's not even been 16 hours. No, so. and, and you're often so good at remembering all the characters and everything that happens in these films, so we should be fine, right? Yeah, so I mean, I have got the Wikipedia page right in front of me, ah, nice. just in case I... Well, not just in case, uh, for when <laughs> I forget everything that, that happens. Well, um, So even though I... Oh, go on. No, it's funny you say that because I'm looking at the cast and I'm trying to remember like more than three of these characters and I can't. So I think we'll probably be in a similar boat. Well, I'm pretty sure there is only three characters in this movie, to be fair. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. My, 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 my thing, my life has died. It's, oh, it's working now. That's good. Um, <laughs> sorry, my phone with my notes on just went, but now it's back up. Oh. And we are nothing if not a professional uh, podcast. <laughs> no, not service. breaking the illusion that we have notes now. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, by notes, I mean Wikipedia. So, um, this was the the first new. Well, no. What what am I trying to say? This is the first Pixar movie that is new that I've seen in a while. What was the last Pixar movie before me? <laughs> I'm sorry, did my you just say this is the first Pixar movie that is new? <laughs> yes, my brain has died. <laughs> right, let's 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 refresh that, and I'll decide if I want to keep it in later. Okay. Um, so what was the last Pixar movie before this? I want I'm to say... To... Um, didn't we watch one this year? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, if only we had Google. Uh, yeah, well, my internet's not great. I'm going to Google it's that slowly... while you... Well, I waffle on. Okay, so this was a Pixar movie. It came out this year. There was a film that came out before it. Um, and that was Soul. I've, I've just... He's just loaded up. Oh, right, and yeah. We've seen Soul, haven't we? We... Yeah. I've seen it. Did we talk about it? I think we did. Yeah, we've not talked about it like on like properly with like an episode or anything like that. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, so yeah, so to be fair, at the moment, Disney and Pixar for me, they're on a really big high. It's kind of like, do you remember like uh, mid phase three, like MCU, where you kind of expected that every single movie you go and see is going to be really good? Yeah. 
And for me, we've not had a Disney movie or a Pixar movie in quite a while, which I've not enjoyed. I mean, I will say that we had... uh, Hang on, I've now got the actual list on here. I mean, I'm now looking for... Oh, no, there was a few. Sorry. I lied to you. Soul was not the last one. Now that it's probably loaded up. The last one was Lightyear. Yeah. And before that was turning red. So it's now taken everything I've just said, and I'm going to go back on it. <laughs> I was nervous watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, I did not. <laughs> that's a good revisionist history there. <laughs> well, I was thinking for the Disney movies. I mean, I was thinking of like the ones, the um, Pixar movies before. So yeah, to be fair, we've had... Um, so the last five before Elemental have been Lightyear, Turning Red, Luca, Soul, and Onwards. It's quite um, a mixed bag, isn't it? Yeah, Onwards, you have not seen. No. And that is amazing. Right. In my opinion. Soul, I think, was really good. I really liked Soul. Yeah. Um, Luca, I thought was good. I've heard it's good. Um, Turning Red, I struggled with. <laughs> Yeah, I've not heard good things. Um, so it's literally, it's kind of constantly gone down. It's like it's gone from like a five star to a four star to a three star to like a two star. <laughs> and then you got to light year, which I think was a little bit more better in the right direction for me. It wasn't amazing. I, I literally, I feel like it's right in the middle. It's got some really good bits, but it's also got some not so great bits. Yeah, I think we just said it was kind of meh overall, wasn't it? It didn't really yeah. rock the boat too much. Yeah, I think it was one of those ones, I think we mentioned it when we talked about it, where like the first third for me was like amazing. Yeah. Because I really like the premise of it, but then it, it was a bit... Yes, I think I remember us saying about that, we both kind of agreed. Because when, when you said that for you, Disney Pixar, have both been like on an upward trajectory, I was like, what are you talking about? But I think um, the Disney part, I think, has is kind of doing better than the Pixar stuff now possibly if you look at the kind of stuff that's uh, apart from like the live action remakes i think if you look at like the disney animated ones compared to the just pixar ones i think it's getting to the point now it's actually shifting the other way because it always used to be pixar was just the best yeah because i think (laughs) maybe i should get a list up before i say it but everything i said before about it all being like really good um and just like you know um like phase three mcu but let's move that over to the Disney animated films. Because mm. uh, what have we actually had from those in recent years? I'm now getting the list loaded up. So, like, Encanto... Um... Oh, to be fair, we did have Strange World. Oh, that's true. I think that was the last one. That wasn't great. Basically, I'm just going to stop talking unless <laughs> I have the notes in front of me. Is <laughs> It's what I was saying. It's normally a bit smoother, but my lack of internet has made this like <laughs> it's literally like it's teasing me. It's like go on while it's loading, you you talk about stuff, and then it loads, and it's just like ah, you're wrong. Um, but no, but I mean before that, we've had Encanto, like you mentioned, which was amazing. Um, we had Ray and the Last Dragon, which I really enjoyed, but I've not seen it since it actually first came out. Yeah, I only saw it once. I liked it at the time. Yeah. In in short, to summarise our intro, we don't know how we feel about the state of Pixar and Disney <laughs> Animation Studios at the moment. It's been up and down. No. Uh, so when we came in, t- when we came into this movie, um, we didn't really have any feelings. <laughs> no, apparently not. I think I, I think I know what I felt because we watched The Incredibles recently, and mm. that's back when Pixar was doing one movie every like two or three years. 
Uh, I think at one point they were doing like one a year. But it was like hit after hit. Everything was just so good. Uh, and then they started like doing sequels and they were doing like more and more in a year. And that's when the quality started dipping. And um, I think that's kind of where we are now. And like you look at where Disney was, where you say about like phase three of Marvel, it's like you knew every movie was either going to be pretty good or amazing. So it, for me, Disney's a very mixed bag because the Star Wars movies were very like hit and then miss after miss. The shows were amazing and then very mixed. And the Marvel stuff is also getting weird now as well. So my hopes weren't high going into this. And I heard Elemental wasn't great. But then I heard some people saying it was. So I wasn't really yeah. sure. Um, and I think before when I was saying, you know, oh, it's been like hit after hit after hit. I think I'm taking for granted um, our wheel that we spin. And for movies we've been watching. Because we've had some really great films, haven't we? <laughs> we've been we've been spoiled. Yes. Um but no, but I said to be fair, I've now got the list up. So even though it has, we spent 10 minutes talking about um, Elementals by somehow not actually talking about Elementals, uh, I might as well say <laughs> it as my internet's worked so hard to get here. But um, mm. we've got A Strange World, which we weren't a massive fan of. Encounter, no. which was ama- amazing. Ray and the Last yep. Dragon, which was good. Um, Frozen 2, which I think was better than the first, but you've not seen the second one, have you? Correct. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet, which I thought was meh. But then, before then, before then, before then, it was like hit after hit for ages because it was Moana, Zootopia, mm. Big Hero Six, Frozen, Wreck It Ralph, Tangled, Princess and the yeah. Frog. Then it starts that getting was like, a bit dodgy. That was like Disney's new kind of animated age, where they actually did like really good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite a weird state of affairs now. I don't really know what you're going to get with a Pixar movie. Um, so. Those were our thoughts going into it. Um, shall we talk about what we actually thought of the film? I think I'll be a bit silly, personally. Um, instead, I think... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, to be fair, actually, we'll, we'll start off with, with, with this, which is that... Um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm finding that Disney and Pixar movies are being released without, like... Well, with marketing that I'm not even seeing. Yeah. So it's like, Strange World just seemed to pop up on Disney+. Plus. Um, we've now got the new Disney movie, Wish, in cinemas, which I'd seen one trailer for. I think it was like at cinema, I saw it come up once. And now I looked up the cinema listings today, and it's out right now. Like, where did that come from? The only thing I saw, I think, was like a poster at the cinema, and I've not seen a single trailer, um, or I saw an article saying that nobody's seen it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then um we've now got well now what we're linking into it we're now talking about elemental again it's a film which i don't think i saw any trailers for this at all i don't remember seeing no. any posters for it it was just all of a sudden oh this is new and it's coming to um oh well i remember we're seeing it well we didn't see it but i remember seeing that it appeared at the cinema and again i think it's the same way i saw wish i was just looking at the listings like oh elemental that's the new pixar movie and then me yeah and because go we see it. Because we did the look ahead thing, didn't we? Where we talked about the different stuff that's going to come out. And we said that Mental was going to come out. And I thought that gave me similar vibes to Inside Out. But yeah, I've not really heard anything about it. Not seen any trailers. I wonder also, like... Because we've got loads of trailers for things like the Mario movie. Um, mm, yeah. And I, I saw that yesterday, but I didn't see it at the cinema. So I wonder if there would have been trailers for this there. So it's like, where where are they advertising this stuff? If it's only in other kids' movies, then I guess they're not really reaching... 
I guess they're reaching some family kind of people, but not many people are going to the movies anymore. So you have to really kind of push these kind of things. It's the same with Marvels, isn't it? It's like some people didn't even know it came out. Yeah. Um, but that, well, that, let's talk about our actual thoughts on the movie without giving any spoilers away, because this is a brand new, to a degree, film. Some people might trust us with the information. You know, they might not want us to hurt them by giving them spoilers. So <laughs> before we dive into that, um, I really enjoyed this film i don't know about you um Uh, yeah i i was surprised of how much i liked this film i thought it was very uh funny um i thought it took it in place there were certain parts where it took it in places i just didn't expect it to go yes because normally disney and pixar movies you can pretty much see exactly which way it's going and to a degree work out the ending and don't get me wrong there's big parts of this where this is no different. There's also certain mm. things that just came up. I was like, oh, I just did not expect that to happen. Um, no. In fact, I, I thought we even made a really bold move at the end, which we'll talk about later. Um, it turns out they didn't. But yeah. yeah, there was at one point where I was like, oh, have they really have they really gone and done that? And you might know exactly yeah, what I, I, I'm yeah, talking I about. I about. Um, so yeah. I thought it was really funny as well. Yeah, it had some good humour in this. Um, I think the the kind of world is really fascinating and very cool. And it kind of gave me Zootopia kind of vibes where, mm. you know, you're in this world where everyone's an animal and then, like, how does, like, how does the city, like, kind of change because of that and all the different things and how society functions. So then you're in a world where there's four elements, you know, earth, uh, air water and fire and you kind of see all those things unfold and i just find it really interesting so you have all the things like the different words and puns for things that you have and all that kind of stuff and i just found all that stuff really interesting and we'll talk a bit more about kind of like the message and themes and stuff but i really like um what they do with this film yeah it's a very beautiful movie as well Mm. i find with i think the city looks uh great there's some really sort of like sort of like well animated shots as well yeah um it's a bit of a longer movie for like a pixar so this is nearing on two hours i think it's like 109 minutes in total but yeah i at no point felt that the film dragged on no i yeah some, i agree yeah there were certain scenes that i wanted to i wanted to get past <laughs> for, <laughs> for various reasons um but yeah, at no point did I, I, I think the film itself dragged on. So mm. yeah, as, as like an opening thing, if, if you haven't seen it, you, I, I'm get. Can I give it a let's talk about recommendation? I think we can. Yeah, it's two thumbs go. up. Two thumbs up. You know, if it's a really good film, you might get three thumbs up because between me and yeah. Seb, we have three thumbs, um, which is really good. So yeah, go go and watch it. But we're now going to go into spoilers. So if you have seen it, or if you're just a crazy person who doesn't mind hearing all about a film before you see it, then, yeah. you know, this is, the, this is the part for you. Um, So yeah, I haven't seen this film in 16 days. My memory's not great, so I'm just going to put Seb on the spot, as he's put us in this position, and say, okay. what's up? Right, so... Um, <laughs> this, this, this movie is... Is a very interesting portrayal of effectively the immigrant kind of story. 
Um, so we're we're introduced to there's two fire characters, Bernie and Cinder, which I which I really love. Uh, and they they kind of move from Fireland to this city, which uh, is full of water, air, and earth people, and um, they try to kind of get get their own place, uh, make their own living of a shop and all that kind of stuff. They have a baby with them, which I didn't realize until you know a few minutes in, and we see the family grow and like society change a little bit. Um, but the main crux of the story is that you know. The dad's getting older and he's going to like want his daughter to take over from the shop. Um, and then some things happen which could jeopardize that happening. So then um, Ember is the main character, I've just remembered. Uh, well done. Has to, really well. Uh, thank you. Has to then uh, try and explore stuff and deal with all these problems. Uh, that's the kind of non spoiler plot summary. Um, were there any bits you remembered from that hint? Yeah, so it's um, it was very inside out. So I think it's a bit like elementalist, really, because they just mm. the person with like you know the big anger problems is the person who's on fire. Well, funny so, that, isn't it? Yeah, I know. A bit of a hothead. Oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah. So no, I thought this was good because it, it, it's one of those classic things where. Um, Ember's been working really hard her whole life. She really wants to take over the family business to, you know, to support her dad, to look after her family, which is really sweet. Um, but she's, you know, she struggles to look after customers. And anyone who's worked in, in retail uh, knows <laughs> knows how hard that is. Um, yeah, dealing with customers, yeah. Yeah, but it's also interesting because it's like, it's got like a sense of, um, can we say racism? With this? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's effectively slurs, I guess, right? Yeah, because like, I think there's a scene, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's quite early on in the movie, where two water people come into the shop. Um, now, I can't remember exactly what they did, if they were genuinely sort of like bad teens or whatever they were, or if they just did some accidents. I really cannot remember for the life of me. You might be able I to. Think, I think they were just like kind of ignorant teens being a bit silly, like playing around in the shop. Um, but then I think there is clearly that thing of like, it's probably just the way they've been raised where they go, they go into a fire shop and they kind of make fun of it and stuff. Cause it's not what they're used to. And they kind of like, cause all the fire stuff. So they put it out of their water and then the, the dad's like, you know, get out kind of thing. And of course, then that kind of went down through the generation as well, because then Ember, you know, the dad was kind of like, you know, classic old man racist, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Um, which seems like a strong word, but generally was. Like, you know, he, he 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 didn't like anyone who wasn't fire. You know, he didn't want his family to be around anyone who wasn't fire. When people who weren't fire went into the shop, you know, he was unhappy. You know, it was like the only time you saw him angry in the shop. Seeing as the whole plot point at this point is that his daughter, Ember, is the one who's struggling with it. He's the one that loses it when it comes to, like, the other ones. Yeah, that's a good point because he says, doesn't he? Like the water boys keep an eye on them. And there's like obviously like different parallels for that. But I, I find the whole story just very kind of compelling because you get the backstory of there was like a kind of disaster in Fireland, and they decided they had to move somewhere else, and um, they they're trying to kind of preserve their culture and all that kind of thing. And then the it's not very subtle this movie really i mean it's like fire town is clearly like an allegory of like you know chinatown all that kind of stuff 
Um, but then you have like the the kind of culture um, and community growing more. So you get like more five people that have clearly emigrated and they've kind of built up their own little shops and houses and stuff. So there's a community there, but they're also quite weary of like outsiders because like the city is pretty much designed for the other three elements, isn't it? You've got like all mm-hmm. the, the train system and the buildings and everything. And the five people just don't really fit in with how it currently is set up. And all the other people kind of look down on the five people and you have that, kind of flashback where Ember's talking about going to that kind of the is it the flower kind of museum thing? Yeah. Um and they say like no fire people are out and it's like obviously an allegory of like, you know, real life because different people were banned at different points in history. And I think it's this movie has given me much more insight into that kind of thing than I think anything else I've seen in media. And it just goes to show why films like this could be good for kids because you show them like a different thing and they understand things like friendships and mental health and death and, you know, race and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought that was a really, I didn't think that's what this film was going to be, but that's what ha- happened. Yeah. And very kind of like, as the, as the scenes progress and she starts getting older um, and she's got her big day where, you know, she, does, she this is like this really big, is it sale or like event that's red, happening? The red dot sale. Yeah. Um, and it's like, she's put in charge of a shop. So this is a chance for it to go well. Um, and obviously, you know, like we said, spoiler alert, it doesn't, it, it doesn't go well. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things she does is she goes down in the basement to sort of like let out some steam, if you will, like kind of like, <laughs> kind of like when we go somewhere to scream into a pillow. Yeah. That's kind of like what she did, but obviously she's, you know, made a fire. So what ended up happening is uh, she ends up bursting the pipes, and then out comes mm. through Wade. Now, yes, Wade is a waterman. That's why he got through the pipes. But what's funny is that he's a city inspector. <laughs> so mm. not only has she damaged the pipes, somehow water's now going through it, even though there shouldn't be any water in that pipes. So now the fireplace is flooding, and not only that, a city inspector has come in realise that about everything that's going wrong and decides that this place needs to be shut down. <laughs> so yeah. it kind of all went a bit wrong <laughs> in the space yeah. of two minutes. Um, but what did you think of Wade? He, it's weird. It's a very weird introduction. Because um, <laughs> he's like, he's crying as he's writing the notes because he's so sad he's having to like <laughs> kind of shut down their shop. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting character choice. Um, and then he kind of like runs away and then like it's weird because every time we cut to him he's just like smiling on the train and then as soon as Ebra appears he's like crazy but um he's he's a very interesting character and he is good hearted you know he doesn't want to do these kind of things but he kind of it's just his job and they kind of flesh him out a bit more and you know we meet his family and all that stuff's quite funny um and I think he's just this kind of wide-eyed guy just kind of wants to get on with everyone uh which is quite nice and obviously clashes with ember you know they're literal you know fire and water aren't they yeah and it's nice because it shows that it's okay for men to cry sometimes Mm. even to quite a large degree (laughs) yeah even too much i'd say though uh (laughs) um of course this is how like the main part of the story then progresses because he sends off like these things uh, to go to who, whoever looks after it. I can't remember what we are now. The judge or I don't know. Um, 
And then yeah. she pleads her case to him about how, how it all happened and everything. And he's like, oh, well, if you told me that, we would have let you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like, he didn't even stop to talk to her. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so he then spent this entire time trying to like fix that solution, trying to stop you know, her dad from finding out what's happened, trying to stop um, the shop from getting shut down. And the main story part is we're seeing this relationship blossom between yeah. the two of them. So, yeah. yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now just like running through the plot because loads of things happen. But what we kind of like, get a sense of is that a uh, big danger is that is it a dam that's broken down or something like that? Yeah, um, it was like because the, the public like transport system is like these kind of trains that kind of run on like water. And so the kind of the water like splashes over the side and there's like these kind of barriers that stop it from overflowing. But one of the barriers was damaged uh, because it was like a leak or something, which is what he was inspecting in the first place. So they find that one of the barriers has just been broken. So they like kind of block up with sandbags and that doesn't work. So then she um, kind of makes tempered glass to kind of fix it. Um, But as we see later on in the film that that doesn't hold and then water crashes through again. Yeah. And it's nice because you kind of like see this relationship forming between the two. They're getting closer and closer. And it's you, you start to see like the inner battle sort of within Ember that, yeah. you know, she's realizing that actually all these other people aren't as bad as what her dad's kind of like led her to believe. She's realizing yeah. that you can have fun with others. She went to like a, I suppose it's like a football game, if you will, but it's not. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch uh, of clouds playing like basketball or something in the air, which is quite cool. Yeah, and she's realizing that she could be friends with people. She's realizing that. Um, well, to be fair, I think from the to be fair from the get go, didn't she have like an, an Earth boy, quite like her? Yes, yeah. yeah, he's always trying to impress her with his uh, armpit hair, which are flowers. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I suppose she wasn't like. I think she liked him, but yeah, she starts. You know, she, her eyes are being opened, and then she realizes that. She's got this amazing skill of like making like glass pottery and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then she's torn because she doesn't want to let her dad down. Because again, it's that kind of ideology, isn't it? About you know you carrying on from the family tradition and not letting your your parents down, which is nice. But at the same time, she knows that that's not what she wants to do. And then you can't yeah, like go gone. Because Wade says about with the temper is that it's usually you're your head or whatever is trying to tell you something that you don't really know at that point and like ember's temper is because she realizes that she doesn't actually want to take over the store uh, and and she says that you know what what do you do when your parents sacrifice so much for you well you have to sacrifice as well so like in her eyes because her parents gave up everything for her uh, and to make sure they can kind of you know live on um she's just going to kind of run the shop for her dad and then it's kind of like and I was sat there thinking, I wonder how many people must feel that way because their parents moved to a different country and sacrificed everything for them, that they feel like they owe it to their parents that they have to do that. And I think for a lot of people that, that would have been quite quite cathartic to kind of actually watch unfold on the screen. Um, it's something I can't relate to, but I imagine for some people that would have been quite a powerful scene. Yeah, well, we see it quite a lot in the, in the UK, don't we? Where we've got those older ones who perhaps travelled over. Um mm to sort of get better care over here and then you know they get things like they purchases shops or, or other kind of like businesses 
and then who's yeah. there helping them run it is you've got like you know the the, the younger kids and then you see them to like grow older as well so mm. yeah so it's something we definitely see a lot of um now i don't know if there's like any part of this movie you want to go through in particular um i think we kind of like covered like the main story ideology but apart from the ending was there anything else you wanted to bring out from this um, movie there's only a few points like i thought um when she shows like wade and his family what she can do with the making stuff into glass and they said about you know it's quite a good skill because like look at all the buildings they're all made of tempered glass and and it kind of made me wonder oh i wonder who makes all of those buildings and it's like is that is it basically the fire people so these people that are viewed and looked down on by the rest of society they're the ones that make basically everything and it's like oh just another parallel to real life where all the kind of people that looked down on were the ones that worked hard and made everything else for everyone else and i thought that was quite an interesting if that's the point they were trying to make at least um and there are just a few different things like that where um where bernie's talking about when he moved from home and he gave his father the um the the long bow and his dad didn't give it back to him that was quite mm-hmm. a sad scene um but we see what that sets up later on um, other than that yeah there's nothing really to talk about other than the ending i think yeah because there's, there's loads of like good little like side things that go on while they're trying to like fix all these problems and at the same time their relationship is growing um yeah we, which is really nice but as i said we're not going to go in in depth with with everything um i did like how as we were getting closer when wade introduced her to the family if it was the other way around you know her dad would have been like really like perhaps off with them from the get-go but like yeah. the water family was so inviting to her they are the and like the um they they try really nice to kind of like not be offensive as well and i think the the dad or the stepdad he he says something and he re- they kind of realize after oh that was a bit of a dumb thing to say but they are they're just trying really nice to be kind of hospitable and nice to her um which was quite good and yeah as you said it'd be a completely different way around to if he went to the fireplace and you know he talks about well they talk about how he's kind of had a privileged life because you know he had a loving family and he had they had money and all that kind of stuff and she doesn't it's like you see that in so many different different things um yeah it was a good contrast yeah and so then we kind of get to like where the whole story was going which is like this dam which i thought it fixed ends up breaking again all this water starts flowing towards fire town they're trying to save everyone. Um, and Ember's like trying to like save. What is it like called? Like the Eternal Flame or something? That's the song. <laughs> oh, it's it's something like that. It's, it's the, uh, in the Fireland, they all have like a blue flame and they, they brought it with them. And it's, I don't know what it's supposed to represent, but it's obviously something obviously quite valuable to them. I think it's like a fire from their original sort of like place. Yeah. It? Original town. So she's going in to try and save it, but then it quickly starts, the flood starts like going, and obviously this is what's going to end up sort of like killing her. Um, but eventually, Wade saves the day, they get trapped, and then because of her heat, he ends up getting all steamed up. Yeah, it's too too hot for him, and he couldn't escape through the chimney because it gets blocked. She's sealed the door, and he's just bubbling. Yeah. Um... And of course, thankfully, her parents saw all this. So now they're like, oh, Wade, what a cool guy. He saved us. But it's too late because he's gone. And yeah. this is a scene that seemed to last forever. 
And yes, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> you, you know how, like, at first, you're just like, oh, go on, Resurrect is going to come back. But then the scene lasts a little bit too long. And you start yeah. thinking to yourself, have they actually done this? Have they, in the Pixar movie, actually killed off, like, a main character? Like, a love interest? <laughs> right at the end? I... I know. I was... For a second, I thought maybe that's what they've done. But I thought, damn, that's pretty dark if they have done that. <laughs> yeah. Because I know they have done things like that, obviously, in the past with other films. Um, but not recently. And not with a film that colourful. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but then, obviously, we found out that through, like, condensation, <laughs> that wonderful thing, he was able to come yes. back alive. And it all ended up happily ever after, you know. Yeah. What, she went, she managed to do the job. Uh, she they found out that even though they're they're polar opposites physically, they can have a relationship together. You know, when they touch, bad things don't happen. You know. Um, well, because they said earlier on, didn't they, about the fact that you know water and fire just doesn't make any sense because you can't even touch each other. And like throughout the film, like you know Wade wants to, and you kind of get the feeling that Ember maybe wants to as well, but she won't. And then they do in that scene, and like nothing happens, and they're like, ah. Oh. And then um, they just hug and whatever, and it's really nice. But then she kind of pulls back. So at the end, it's like, yeah, well, actually, we can live together. And they kiss, and they sparkle. Oh, it's magical. Yeah. And then, like, the shop's not gone. The dad retires, but he finds two other people to take over the shop for him. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and then as she's going off to go do her thing, she got what her dad never got, that lovely bow that he said earlier. And, yeah. That um, that was a really good scene. Me, me and my wife both got quite teary for that actually, which is quite funny because usually <laughs> it's just me. Um, but yeah, because that was very well set up, I think. And as soon as that she turned around, I knew exactly what was going to happen. But it was like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. And yeah, that that's basically the film. And I think, despite my um. wrong thoughts earlier Um, I think Pixar has been a bit hit and miss recently and it's been a while since they've had a really good solid film the last one for me being Onward Um, and maybe Soul I need to watch Soul again to say it for sure but I think this is the best one they've done in the last few years well because we talk about like the kind of Pixar or Disney magic, don't we? Like we say about how a film has like certain good qualities, but does it have that magic? And I think this does have that because I think that the story it's telling is very interesting and it's all, it's not subtle uh, by any means, but I think it tells it really well. Um, but beyond that layer, then just the characters are so endearing and the kind of story and those heartfelt moments, it, that's the kind of magic that we were missing from some of those older films. Yeah. Exactly, because we were talking about The Incredibles, uh, I think was the last um, Pixar movie we talked about. Yeah. And like, you know, that's an amazing film. I think we both rated it very highly. Yeah. But for me, the reason it's not like a like a 10 out of 10, if you will, is because one thing it does lack is like those heartfelt moments, you know, like those moments where just you just get emotionally kind of like drawn in. And this film has that so many times, you know, whether it be that moment at the end of yeah. their dad, you know, when they first touch. Um, or when like he takes her to go and and, and see the, the, the flower museum thing, whatever it was that she couldn't go mm. to when she was younger. Um, yeah, really good. So yeah, I would highly recommend this film if you haven't seen it already. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, um, 
I know, I know you do as well. We yeah, um, <laughs> a nice, a nice, pleasant surprise. This one, I think. Um, I don't know, like if the trailers it just kind of presented as like a very generic, like, oh, what if everyone was an element? Um, <laughs> but it's like it, it's not that. It's it's a very interesting story with really nice characters and very heartfelt. So it's one of those things where they really need to kind of market it a bit better. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's funny because like the next Pixar film, do you know what it is? No. It's Inside Out 2. Oh, really? <laughs> so to a degree, a very, a very similar style of film. Um, yeah. I mean, have you seen Inside Out 1? I have, yes. It's a very good film. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So that's coming out uh, next year, which will be good. Mm. Um, right, before I move on, anything else you want to talk about in line of this movie? So I've got some trivia, um, oh, which, which is quite cool. So there's a few different things. Like, it came up with... Um, you know, there's like the kind of behind the scenes thing that's like suggested after, and it's said about the director, because um, the film is based on his life, um, Peter Son, because uh, his parents emigrated mm. to the USA from Korea. Uh, and he said about this was uh, based on that and how they didn't speak English, sitting in the Bronx, and how his family opened a grocery store named Son's Fruits and Vegetables, similar to Emily's family in the film. And that's like, it's quite clear parallels with all that, and I thought that was quite nice. Um, the other thing, the park that Ember and Wade go to, uh, where she changes her colour on those minerals, it's shaped like the periodic table, apparently. Oh. I didn't notice that. Um, this is the first Pixar film since Cars um, to not feature any humans, or the Cars franchise. Um, it only has elements, which I guess I didn't realise. Oh, yeah, that's true. But um, the, the thing I find the most interesting, if I can find it, is... The sixth Pixar film, uh, overall the fourth original Pixar film, to have a female protagonist. Can you name the other ones? Can I name the other So, Turning Red. Yep. Um, Incredibles 2. Yep, good answer. Finding Dory. Yep. And Brave. That's one. There's one more. Oh, there's one more. Yep. Um, one more. We have mentioned. We've mentioned it already. I mean, Toy Story two wouldn't count, no. No. Or one of those with it thingy in. No. We've mentioned it already. So, what did I say? So, Finding Dory. Um, yeah. As in, like the main character, yeah. Uh, yeah. Female okay. protagonist. Incredibles 2. Turning red. I don't know. What am I missing? Inside out. Of course. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Inside out. Um, yeah. It's it's interesting because it's also the first original Pixar film where the female protagonist has a love interest. Oh, right. I mean, I guess Invisible, Invisible Girl's already married, but yeah. um, I find that quite interesting. So I thought I thought about that list, and I'm wondering, where would you kind of rank Elemental in compared to those other films? What, the, the ones we just mentioned? Yeah. Um, hang on, so I've got to do them one by one. So it's better than Turning Red. It's better than Incredibles 2. It's better than Finding Dory. 
Um, it's better than. I think oh, it's been a while, but I think it's better than Brave. But I've not seen Brave in a long time. Same. I'd probably agree though. Um, Inside Out is an amazing film, though. Yeah. So I feel like it's in the top two. It could be number one, but I, from what I remember, I think Inside Out just have that little extra something, yeah. which I really enjoyed. Um, so yeah, I think I think of all those, I think it's probably it, it's up there. Yeah, I, I thought it was quite interesting that you know the sixth one, but um, the first one where she has love interest, but it's actually probably one of, if not the best one of them. So yeah, yeah that's all my trivia. Oh well, there we go. So, um, providing uh, life goes well, next week we'll be releasing a new episode. But whether or not it's next week or not, the next episode is going to be what was meant to be this week, uh, which was Toy Story 2. Yes. So hopefully you'll find some time to watch that. Um, and then what we'll be doing is, well, then we'll have like another Disney film to watch. So I don't know if we'll, we'll spin the wheel or if we're going to go and see Wish at the cinema. Um, we'll probably play that by ear, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but either way, it'll be two more Disney films this year. And then in between those, we'll be talking about our best of movie and television this year, Ooh. as well as what we're looking forward to in the coming year. Ooh. Oh, it's exciting. Oh, I know. Some of our, because I think one of those was like on our Spotify wrapped. One of those was like our best episode or something. I think it was like the best of last year. Oh, really? Okay. I think That's so. Good. Yeah. I can't quite remember, though, if I'm being completely honest. But, yeah, who knows? Uh, but, obviously, those were our thoughts, but we'd love to hear your thoughts. So, how, how can how can they tell us their thoughts? Oh, well, what they can do is um, they can think it out loud, and we will pick up on that because we're really smart. Or they can um, find our Instagram handle at lta.podcast. They can slide into our DMs or vote on our occasional polls. Yeah, very good. Um, or if you like um, n- not having a reply for a long time you can always email us at let's talk about 2022 at com. um but with that we're going to leave you um with these very special uh words that, that seb is gonna say oh um well um i guess the only thing i could say to to say goodbye is um i've got nothing <laughs> Yeah, that's something that's really good was. Um imagine us doing the bow to you all. Yes. Yes. I'm yeah, it's very yeah. solemn, it's very emotional. So, I'm crying can... again. Yeah, so close your eyes, guys, you know. Um we we Im- imagine us. If you've never seen us, just imagine two really tall, really bulky, handsome blokes with a full head of hair. Oh. Um, we we didn't say about when Wade comes out the pipe and he's like really muscular. And he's oh, like, yeah. oh, I bet we're all out of shape. And he's like, fat. <laughs> yeah, because like, even, even with all like her thoughts on like water people, you still see her blushing. He's like, ooh. And she's like, oh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dear. That's how you beat racism. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, so together, I don't know. I'm going to go. Uh, this ending is just as good as our beginning, I think. I think so. I think it's Bye. really good. Bye. Bye.